is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. How is everybody feeling? It is a Thursday that thankfully feels like a Thursday. Figured out what day it is today, so that's a step up over yesterday. And, of course, we've got a couple of hours to kill here on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us on the Ticket Radio Network. So many different places. You can find us on your radio dial, also online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go. We, of course, still have that TuneIn app accessible. Uh, Get that downloaded to your smartphone. Search for KNEA. Or, of course, you can download the EAB Media app and find us there as well. If you want to shout at us today, uh, that's simple enough. 870-930-3776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And you can weigh in on social on top of that. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio. One place to find us on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, use the hashtag WDRZ to find today's KavanaughCars.com question. Uh, I think that's it. All right, I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio for this noon hour today by Keith Merritt. Why is it that every time Cardinals reliever Jojo Romero enters the game, (laughs) I start singing, Here come old Jojo, he come grooving up slowly. He got hairy eyeball, he throw juju slider, he say one and one and one is three. Got to be a pitcher because he's so hard to see. I haven't watched a pitch. I don't watch this team. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll take your word for but it. JoJo was good last night. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, also with us today, Will Oswald. Producing. Yes. Thank you so much for filling in with us this afternoon. Absolutely. So uh, that <laughs> is uh, who all is present and accounted for today in the KADA studio. Uh, 1230 today, we're going to have our A-State update. With Arkansas State men's golf coach Mike Hagan. That uh, has been schedules and schedules and more schedules released over the past couple of weeks for Arkansas State Athletics. And uh, his team released theirs back at the beginning of August. They're now exactly one month out from the beginning of play on their fall slate. So uh, overdue for a catch up there. So again, Mike Hagan today, 1230. As far as other news and notes going on for Arkansas State, of course, yesterday was the big news that the Red Wolves had revealed, or along with the Sunbelt Conference, their upcoming men's basketball conference slate. 18 games tipping off December 30th on the road at Georgia State, then four at home. Uh, right after that, uh, nine league games in Jonesboro all day. Regular season's going to wrap up at Appalachian State on March 1st. Before the team heads to Pensacola for the Sunbelt Tournament the following week, the full schedule coming out at a later date, although I think it that, I think that might be soon. Uh, meanwhile, A-State punter William Prisdep has been added to the watch list for the Ray Guy Award, which honors college football's top punter. So he joins kicker Dominic Zavada as Red Wolves specialist who have received 
preseason honors. Elsewhere, the Cardinals even up their series with the Tampa Bay Rays by getting a 6-4 to four win last night. Teams are going to wrap up that three-game set tonight at 540 on 95.9 The Wolf. This time of year, of course, what do we do? We make predictions on what is going to happen during the season around college football, of course. And I wanted to look specifically today at week one and look a little bit around the Sun Belt Fun Belt and just check in and see what the slate looks like. Because, uh, you know, last year got off to a really fun start with some really high-profile upsets for the league in week one and week two. And this week, the Sun Belt has four opportunities to make a statement in week one by going out and potentially getting wins over Power 5 opponents. So, I want to know which Sun Belt team is most likely to pull off a week one upset. These are your options in alphabetical order. Arkansas State at Oklahoma. Coastal Carolina at UCLA. Old Dominion at Virginia Tech. Or Texas State at Baylor. Those are your four options. There's other games that would be interesting Uh, Especially in week two, where you've got App State headed to North Carolina. You've got James Madison heading to Virginia. But you've also got Troy headed to K-State. But a a Twitter poll gives you four options. And since there are four games there at week one, I didn't want to look look at every single potential upset special in the Sunbelt Conference. I thought we would look strictly at week one and uh, looking forward to getting your answers today. Here in a moment, we'll check on, we might as well check on those lines. I I always think that's interesting. Uh, I can tell you that the last time I looked, Arkansas State is a rather sizable underdog in week one. I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of of 33, 33 and a half points last time I looked. And of course, since the last time I looked, we have seen the release of the coaches poll. Not that that changes the the gambling line any, but Oklahoma clocking in at at 19 there and uh, should be. A fun week one slate. Week one, by the way, around the Sun Belt also features some really interesting rematches. Uh, if you go back to last year, Old Dominion actually did upset Virginia Tech in week one. In their very first game as a Sun Belt member, they were hosting the Hokies and hokey, got the hokey, 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 hokey high was hokey, hokey, hokey low. I learned a couple of things about ODU that night. One, they don't exactly have the world's best elevators because the game was delayed when the Virginia Tech assistant coaches got stuck in the elevator on the way back to uh, the booth at the start of the second half. I also learned ODU has a dog named Hudson as they featured him prominently throughout the game. But ultimately, ODU won that game. It was 20-17 to uh, to kick off the 22 season. Uh, one of the games on the slate, uh, Coastal Carolina at UCLA. Not not a rematch, but UCLA did have a, a pretty intense scare from a Sunbelt team last year when South Alabama went out there and uh, almost knocked off UCLA. If, if I recall correctly, UCLA kicked like the game-winning field goal, no time, very little time on the clock, somewhere in that neighborhood, and UCLA was able to avoid getting upset by South Al by a point. So beat them as bad as they could. Yeah, maybe maybe Coastal can do the job this year since South couldn't quite get it done last year. 
Let's go to the Rye Fiber Hotline, check in with Red Wolf Mark. What are you doing? I'm going to pick uh, Arkansas State to beat Oklahoma. Okay. I'm stunned by that answer. Yes. (laughs) That's right. All the way. All the way. Why do you have so much confidence in the Red Wolves, Mark? I just do. Okay. They're, they're, they're my Red Wolves, and they're and they're going out. They got them. They're, they're going all the way. That's they're fair gonna enough. Beat the, they're going to beat them sooner, sooner. Yep, all the way. Okie dokie. Yep. Alrighty then. Alrighty. Thank you. Alrighty then. So Red Wolf Mark says later to the Sooners. He does. He does. Uh, looking at what uh, Vegas says here, the closest one from a betting standpoint is is Old Dominion, just 14-point underdogs to Virginia Tech, UCLA, Coastal. I think that's about 15.5 points there that the Shawna Clears are going to get. Baylor, pretty sizable favorite over Texas State, 26.5 points, 25.5 points, somewhere in that neighborhood because apparently I need my eyes checked. And uh, Arkansas State is not on the board at VegasInsider.com, but we'll check up on that in a moment because it's definitely been on the board other places, so I don't know why that would have been taken down. Ooh, maybe there's something going on at OU. Dun, dun, dun. The wind comes sweeping down the <laughs> plane. Maybe not. Maybe, uh, probably, definitely not. But we'll we'll double check on that. I I doubt it's changed hardly any at all since the last time we looked at it. But why not? Just you know, there is no line on the wind at Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah. There will be wind. All right. Yeah, that's just back to life. Back to life. We'll check on that line during the break. But uh, when we come back, we'll. Get caught up on some additional news on Arkansas State football. We mentioned this incredibly briefly yesterday because the news had just been reported by A State Nation. But uh, the Red Wolves have added a defensive back, Justin Hodges, a transfer from UCF, and uh, I've got a lot, uh, several more additional notes on that. So that is what we will get into here in uh, just a moment when we come back from a break. Let's step aside. We'll return right after this on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Visiting with A-State great and new network color analyst, Darian Griswold. My wife is seven months pregnant right now, so we're about to have another little boy. And Now hang little... on a sec, because <laughs> we started this conversation, we're kind of talking about this new gig, and seven months pregnant for right now means there's a baby coming in football yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, well she's going to have to understand that it's football. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes over. It's the Second to None podcast, presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you get your podcast. Boris Kitchen and Bath at 5412 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro is Northeast Arkansas's premier kitchen and bath contractor. Let Boris Kitchen and Bath bring their skill, passion, and love of design to your new or existing home. Dedicated to your complete satisfaction, Boris Kitchen and Bath will turn your dream design into reality. The latest trends and designs with over 70 years of experience. Visit them at BorisKitchenandBath.com or call 268-0665 to schedule a free estimate with Gerald or Michael. Boar's Kitchen and Bath. Your kitchen, your bath, their passion. 
There is a three-day sale this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at FoodSmart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. Get certified Angus beef, 75% lean ground beef sold in 10-pound tubes, $2.69 a pack. Charmin Essential Bath Tissue or Bounty Essential Towels, six rolls for $3.55, limit four. And 24 packs of Niagara Water, $2.48, limit four. Be smart. Shop FoodSmart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesboro and on Highway 367 North in Newport. Central Ford in Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central has the best selection of pre-owned vehicles on the lot, including a huge selection of the best-selling truck in America, the Ford F-150. And right now, you can get a 90-day, 4,000-mile warranty on all pre-owned vehicles at Central Ford in Truman. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. Brought to you by Central Central Life Sciences, the leaders in post-harvest grain protection. Small destructive insects can become monster problems in bins containing post-harvest grains, especially weevils. Try the new Gravista D insecticide, the only dual-purpose dry product on the market that combines a synergized adulticide with an insect growth regulator. Apply to post-harvest grain as it's loaded into storage to protect your investment from adult insects and control future generations. Don't take a chance on bugs. Protect your grain from monster bug problems with Gravista D insecticide from Central Life Sciences. Visit bugfreegrains.com to learn more. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. Opening a My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal record and interactive tools tailored for you. You can see if you are eligible to receive benefits, view spousal benefit estimates, and compare retirement benefit estimates at different ages or dates when you want to start receiving benefits. Already receiving benefits? Use your account to change your address, set up or change direct deposit, get a proof of income letter, and more. In most states, you can also request a replacement Social Security card. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. How you doing? Joe Walsh here, WB6ACU. I give back to amateur radio by being a member of ARRL. Thanks to its members, ARRL is the National Association for Amateur Radio. They are our voice in Washington and all around the world. Be a member. Please join ARRL. Find more out about it at ARRL.org. Join! This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Will hanging out with you today. We're 15 minutes out from our Calmer Solutions A-State update with Arkansas State men's golf coach Mike Hagan. Uh, but in the meantime, want to get caught up on a little bit of A-State football talk and uh, also throw back out our KavanaughCars.com question. What Sunbelt team is most likely to pull off a week one upset? We'll go through the list here again in a moment, but of course that list does include Arkansas State at Oklahoma. Did find an updated line where the Red Wolves are 32-point underdogs. So it's it's dropped about a point and a half since it opened, I think, at 33 and a half. Uh, but do want to uh, 
tip of the cap here to A-State's Mark Taylor, who sent to me the link to the box score from the last time Arkansas State played the Sooners. That was in 2000. Uh, spoiler alert, it went OU's way. Just a, a heads up. That was a very unpleasant year overall in 2000 for A-State in the Joe Hollis era. Of course, it was a complete opposite for OU. But uh, it's really interesting to look at, at this box score. Of course, there's some very familiar names for the uh, A-State faithful. Uh, the primary running backs that day for the Red Wolves were Jonathan Adams, the first one. Yeah, pretty pretty fair back. Yeah, the, the running back. Jonathan Adams, not the recent wide receiver, receiver Jonathan, Jonathan Adams. Adams, but running back Jonathan Adams, running back Danny Smith, uh, doing the bulk of the heavy lifting that day. And of course, the QBs, some familiar names as well. Cleo Lemon, uh, we know the kind of career that he had. And Andy Shatley also completed a pass that day at OU. So really interesting to see some of the names that appeared in the box score for A-State. Also very interesting to see the names that appeared in the box score for Oklahoma. Uh, their first player to score a touchdown that day, quarterback Josh Heupel, who, of course, I is, think we've heard of him. We've heard of him. Uh, now, of course, the head coach at Tennessee. Actually, during that game, I think he tied a then OU record with his 35th career touchdown pass. Uh, also, that day, a guy that was getting a lot of work out on the field, Seth Luttrell, the current North Texas head football coach. So kind of a cool blast from the past here to look through this box score uh, with the exception of the score itself. We'll just ignore that part. But again, hat tip Mark Taylor uh, for sending that our way. In terms of current Arkansas State football news, you know, A-State Nation reported late yesterday that the Red Wolves had added another player and uh, that was defensive back or that is defensive back Justin Hodges, a transfer out of UCF. So we'll get to what this defensive back, uh, this secondary unit looks like here in just a moment. But let's get right to it. He was dismissed from UCF. Uh, if you Google his name and you Google UCF, that's going to pop up pretty quickly. So let's go ahead and let's, let's get that conversation out of the way immediately. He was arrested on a home invasion charge uh, with, with a weapon. So I'm going to be very blunt this young man did not show good decision making when he was in Orlando. I, I don't, it's, it's, it's not a fun story to read as far as his dismissal. Now, the state decided not to move forward on the case, so he does not have an arrest record. And reading through a write up here from astatenation.com, uh, who apparently, you know, Jeff Reed reached out to officials close to the A State program and they said, uh, that uh, the program, quote, did our due diligence, vetted a lot of people, had conversations with staff at Ole Miss and UCF, along with local authorities, end quote. Uh, by the way, uh, he, he had committed to Ole Miss, which is why they were mentioned in there as well. So it was uh, originally it was supposed to be UCF to Ole Miss, but now it's UCF to Arkansas State. So I, I don't like the charge. I don't like the decision making. But it is what it is. And not that you want a state to be like a, player rehabilitation center but you do look at some of the the student athletes over the years who have had second chances at at Arkansas State and some of them have absolutely taken them and made the most with them yes and you're going to have some of that pretty much in every program sure 
one of the most one of the players who came in, I guess, with some of uh, the heaviest charges against him was was Brandon Joyner, who, of course, eventually had to to serve prison time for his charges. Of course, since that happened, he landed at Arkansas State. Then he became, you know, a, a, a everything you could want in a, a program alum. Uh, for his teammates, everything you could win in a, a teammate, he's become a phenomenal example of, of you know, a, a, a Red Wolf. And I, I will say that, you know, most recently, you know, you look at a player that, that Butch Jones brought in and Kavon Bennett, he had some pretty serious allegations that led to his dismissal from his previous institution before he landed at Arkansas State. And, you know, he was a great player during his time here, was a, a great teammate during his time here. A good team leader played through a torn meniscus for the bulk of his senior year. So I, I will say, you know, I, I have heard zero reports, not even a hint of a whisper of a rumor during Butch Jones' two years here in terms of anybody getting in trouble off the field. So I don't have any reason not to trust Butch on this. And I'm guessing there were some pretty clear ground rules laid down before bringing Hodges in. And when they say they they heavily vetted this young man, you know, when you, when you go through it and you look through the past, you're, you're trying to make sure, okay, this dude, this dude better not even have an additional speeding ticket to his name. So, so Hodges is, is now here. Again, those, the state did not move forward with those charges. And it looks like, hopefully everybody can, can, Put that behind him, and he exhibits much better decision-making while at Arkansas State. So let's assume that's the case, and now we'll look at this from the player aspect. He's already with the team. He's already practiced with the team. I'm not sure when he arrived this weekend, but I can tell you he was absolutely out at practice both Monday and Wednesday, and he was doing reps with both the ones and the twos. Uh, He spent two years, started a ton of games at UCF, uh, he's got good numbers in his career, and just playing experience-wise, he appeared in 24 games total at UCF, and of course, you all know how to Google. You can look up all of his stats, his tackle numbers, all of that from his time there in, in Orlando. Uh, this this secondary is just so insanely deep and so insanely experienced, I'm really fascinated to see how Jones is going to do his secondary rotations. You can only put two corners and two safeties <laughs> out there at a time. And of course, I've got that star linebacker position. Defensively, Sammy Johnson started 21 games in his A-State career. Leon Jones started 11 games last year. Denzel Blackwell played in 10 games in 2021, redshirted last year. Charles Shelton appeared in 12 games last year. James Reed III played in 10 games as a true freshman. And oh yeah, you brought in Manny Stokes from Coastal Carolina, who appeared in 22 games there. Dante Thompson from Incarnate Word, who appeared in 14 games in his career there. Devon Martin, who transferred in from Middle Tennessee, saw some time there on the field with the Blue Raiders. JoJo Wallace, a transfer from Adam State, who played in 10 games there. And oh yeah, now you got Justin Hodges. You can only have two of those guys on the field at the same time. <laughs> and that doesn't even get into the safeties, which have more experience than the corners. And we'll touch on that in a moment. Chuck's on the phone, though. How are you? I'm doing good, Kara. 
Hey, what did you say that old boy got in trouble for? Let me, I, I want to make sure I read it correctly here. Uh, but it was uh, home invasion charges. Oh, and they ain't went to court for it yet? No, they dis- they decided not to pursue the charges. So he was uh, originally an affidavit for his arrest was issued in January of 2023. On May the 8th, they decided not to move forward with the charges. Okay, and so he still got kicked out of UCF. He was dismissed from the program when he was arrested, yes. Okay, okay. I was just making sure I understood all that right. Hey, as far as your question of the day, man, I would say that it would be Old Dominion and Virginia Tech, because Virginia Tech is way down, you know? Yeah. And I, can, I can't believe that Virginia Tech is a 14-point favorite on it. I, I will tell you, you know, I, I don't know a, as much about this matchup on the Virginia Tech side of things. I can tell you that, that Old Dominion is not viewed as being very good this year. Uh, I don't. Are they not? No, I don't. I don't think they were. I, I, well, let me get my thoughts straight here. I'm pretty sure they were picked last in the East. I don't think they were picked last in the entire Sun Belt because I think that honor goes to ULM. But I mean, they're just not not viewed as as being very good this year from an outside perspective. Okay, do we play them this year? No, A State plays uh, in terms of the two teams from the East that A State's going to play. Marshall and Coastal. Okay. At least we ain't got James Madison, man. I, I think that's going to be your uh, Sunbelt winner right there. But everybody tells me they can't win it again. They can't win it this year either. Correct. Yeah, I thought that was a, I thought that was only a one-year deal. No, so so here's the deal and, and why it's, why it's kind of confusing. Um, typically, so FCS teams transferring to the FBS, it is a two-year transition process, period. Used to, in the past, teams would kind of spend one year transitioning out of FCS, where they played a primary FCS schedule, and then the next year they would be transitioning into FBS, where they played a primarily FBS schedule. James Madison okay. just said, we're going to jump in with both feet. So they're, okay. so their year one, they weren't playing FCS opponents. They, were, they just went ahead and played FBS opponents. But it's still okay. a two-year process. So even though they didn't go the, about it the, the way that people did in the past, unfortunately, they couldn't get the, the NCAA to get on board with it just being a one-year transition. Even though, obviously, I mean, look, they can hang. They did great last year. They should have won the Sunbelt East. They just weren't able to. Now, see, I, I, did, that happened with, um, what is it, Georgia Southern and uh, App State? Correct. Georgia Southern, their very first year in the Sun Belt, they went 8-0 and in league play. So they were not eligible for a league title. Uh, they did not get to go bowling. App State also won six games that year. Of course, they did not get to go bowling either. But then the following year, they were all ed- eligible because the okay. previous year was actually the year they started to transition out of FCS. I need like a chart. I feel like this would be easier the if I had it, a chart. The way it used to work was... Your first year, you continued to play FCS schools, and you were not eligible for the FCS playoffs. Second year, you okay. started playing yeah. FBS schools, couldn't go to a bowl game. Yeah. And I apologize, Chuck. we got to cut off the conversation. I, I lost track of time a little bit, and, and we got to ring up Mike Hagan. Okay, man. I appreciate you taking my call, Kara. I had a few more, but that'll be fine. I'll call you tomorrow. All right. Thank Bye. you, Chuck. Sorry about that. Uh, we do have... Uh, 
a, a 12.30 appointment with Coach Mike Hagan on the Riot Fiber Hotline. So let's step aside for a break so we can get to that when we return here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Most everything up slightly. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. September corner 43 and three quarters up two and three quarters. We need summer corner 496 and three quarters up two and a half. August soybeans at 1436 and a quarter up four and three quarters with September soybeans 1358 up two and three quarters. September wheat at 638 up three. With December wheat at 662 and a half up three quarters. December cotton at 8545 up 10 with March cotton at 8551 up nine. September rice at 1610 and a half up three and a half cents with November rice at 1629 up four. Moving on to livestock now, August live cattle 181.15 up 57.5 with October live cattle 182.80 up 110. August feeder cattle 248.50 up 135 with September feeder cattle 252.12.5 up 150. August lane hogs at 101.42.5 down 22.5 with October lane hogs at 80.20 down 137.5. That's your EAB noon market report and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Battles aren't won solely on the field. That's a common misconception. Battles are won within. Over enemies of fear. Enemies of doubt. In that place where promises are kept. Promises to oneself. This is a physical training event. Promises to one's community. Healthy people move to free out of their house. Promises to one's country. In the heart of every Marine, you'll find a promise. A promise forever kept. A promise of battles won. The meat shop at Mountain Home. What's the best way to cook a hamburger? best way to cook a hamburger is first, allow your beef to come up to room temperature. Then, make sure you season your beef with the Meat Shop Steak Seasoning for at least 30 minutes. Steak Seasoning. That's right. We have our own brand. It's amazing. Only thing I use on beef anymore. Then, I use the little dimple method. I form my hamburger patty, I put my thumb right down in the middle just to make a little cup on top. And then I fill that with olive oil, put it on the grill. Order online at MeatShopMH.com. Free delivery in Mountain Home. Nuke Seedery is proud to announce our new Taste of Summer menu. Mouthwatering summer selects that you're sure to fall in love with. Picture a flavorful green goddess salad with crisp veggies topped with our incredible green goddess dressing. Or maybe our watermelon feta salad that combines the perfect balance of juicy sweetness with tangy cheese. Need a heartier option? Try our all-new Chicken Avo Club Sandwich with tender chicken and creamy avocado. It's a taste you won't want to miss. Top it off with our new irresistible lemon cake. Nukes on Highland Drive in Jonesboro and online at nukes.com. At Right Fiber, we've got your number for gig speed internet. Our new 5 gig speed takes gaming to new heights and sets new standards for streaming. It's a high five, fab five, five star fiber experience. Not ready for five? You can still live the gig life. It starts with our one gig speed, or you can double your online power with two gig. So pick your Right Fiber gig, one, two, and five gig. All priced just right, only at Right Fiber. What does better mean to you? Maybe it's better services, better support, better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business. First Security is your partner for it all, with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others. 
That's because First Security takes care of customers while building communities. Better for you. Better for Arkansas. Better for all. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, Will still hanging out with you in studio, but it's time for our Calmer Solutions A State update as we go to the Right Fiber Hotline. Welcome in Arkansas State men's golf coach Mike Hagan. One month from the season start, and coach, how are you today? Kara, what's going on? What's up? You doing all right? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Doing all right. You on a course right now? Actually, I'm just leaving a course right now. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't playing. I was watching golf. <laughs> when is the last time you played? I actually played this past Sunday, nine holes for the first time in like three weeks, Sunday morning. Did you Did you do all right? I did okay. I couldn't believe it. No pressure, though. That's probably why. <laughs> uh, every, look, every program is on a little bit of a, a different schedule. So when, when do you get your guys back, and when do you get to start practice? We have our guys um, coming in this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. It just depends when they can kind of get flights. You know, they're kind of, you know, everyone's coming from all over the place. So, um, you know, I like give them a day or two either way to kind of see what they can get cost-wise. That'll help their families, you know, keep it cheap for them. And obviously our domestic players there, um, they just, you know, come in on, on, on the days that we've got scheduled for them. Cause it's easy, you know, for like Pierce to drive up from Texas and Jake to come up from Texas as well. So, um, and then we start practice on Wednesday next week, the 16th. Okay, so soon. Very soon. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, all right, your guys play all summer in, in tournaments, so it's not like you have to go crazy to get them back in midseason form. So so what is the focus like when, when you get them back and, and start ramping up for the season? Well, it's it, uh, you know, we will work them technique-wise, technical-wise um, throughout, throughout the few weeks of the fall. But, I mean, a lot of it actually is, uh, is competing, qualifying, putting them in on um, – uncomfortable situations if we are doing some technical things or doing some drills during practice uh but you know like you said they should be coming in pretty sharp you would think um but you know, i mean sometimes you know golf's weird and then <laughs> you've got guys that might go through funks throughout the year and some guys may need a little more technical work and to kind of hone their games in here over, over the next month where other guys might come in just just rolling so it's different among, you know, all the guys, but nobody's coming in cold. Like, you know, you went home for Christmas and you had snow on the ground or right. too cold to play and you're coming back in the spring. Um, but, uh, you know, just, just trying to just making sure we're competing every day, whether that's, like I said, whether that's with drills or um, something going on on, on on the practice facility or, you know, whether we're qualifying. I mean, these guys are all golfers. <laughs> Usually the only way you keep a golfer from hitting golf balls on a daily basis is torrential monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yesterday you couldn't hit a ball. No, yesterday would have been washed. I'd have been, I've been losing my mind. I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> well, we'll root for some clear skies coming up next Wednesday for sure. Um, yes. Who uh, did anybody do anything this summer that like that got your attention? Like you saw the score and you're like, whoa, that's that's uh, that's nice. Um, you know, nothing, nothing crazy, Kara, but they, you know, but all of our guys did have good summers. So, um, like I said, with golf, sometimes there's miscuts, um, here and there. And other times, you know, you 
are kind of rolling or you're just squeaking in through some of the cuts at some of the bigger amateur events. And other times, you know, you have a lot of top 10s, top 15s, or you may even compete for compete for a championship. So um, I would say, you know, nothing nothing wild. But, you know, they all played in, in, in high-caliber events, whether they were here in the States or, or back home or all over in Europe. And, and uh, I feel, feel good about how their summers look for sure. Looking at this roster heading into the 23-24 season, I, I I think you returned, what, three of your your five main rotation guys that there at the end of the season. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, we have uh, Thomas back. Devin is a senior. Uh, Jack Maxey's back. And then, you know, Pierce saw the top five for us twice last year and played as an Indy a couple times. That seems like that's a good place to start with, with working through some, some competition ahead. I think it is. You know, it's, it's nice to have that many guys back. It, it, you know, I think we got a good mix with the guys that we do have back. Obviously, with um, you know Devin as our as our lone returning senior, and uh, Thomas with the year under his belt. You saw him have a great uh, great spring last year, and then um, you know Jack. This will be his second year playing Division One golf as a, as a junior. So you got a senior, junior, sophomore, and you know Pierce is a junior for us this year as well. So. Um, it's uh, it'll be, it'll be nice to have some some guys that are familiar with everything back that have played a lot too. Of course, some key departures as well. But you go out, you uh, restock the program, restock the talent with a uh, couple three additions: one freshman, two transfers. Um, one freshman and three transfers. My bad, I, I left somebody out. I apologize. You're fine. Tell us about these newcomers. Jake Lyle from uh, Woodlands, Texas. He's a freshman for us. Uh, I'm excited to get Jake up here. Um, he comes from a really highly competitive high school team, and just you know, high school golf in Texas is crazy, crazy good. And and um, you know, Jake Jake had a nice junior career, and I believe the top three guys on his team are all going to play Division One golf. If that tells you anything about his squad. Yeah. Um, then you know, we're bringing Anthony to shooter in. He's one of the better JUCO players in the country from Belgium originally. Um, but I mean, he's kind of lived all over. Mom was a top 50 uh, tennis player in the world when she competed, <laughs> and his dad played professional soccer in Europe, too, so he comes from a very athletic family. Uh, he's got that athletic mindset. And we've got Chris Summerfield. For, he's from Australia, and he's transferred from Cameron University, which is one of the better D2 programs in the country, top 10 D2 program. And then we have Hugo Ronberg, who's going to be a one-and-done. Uh, he is this will be a senior year, and uh, he uh, is... Um, you know, going to come in and hopefully, you know, give us some some good quality minutes. So with Anthony, did they just, like, draw a sport out of a hat? You said mom was tennis, dad was soccer, and he gets golf? Yep, he gets he gets golf. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, good for you. I know, good for me, right? <laughs> no doubt about that, Kara. Uh, as we talk here with... Mike Hagan, who's with us on the Right Fiber Hotline, getting caught up on some A-State men's golf uh, off-season news. Uh, of course, you released your schedule a little over a week ago. And, uh, and, and again, get played or wait one month from today at the Golf Week Fall Invitational. I, I know in the past you've always done a, a just a really challenging schedule to, to get your team ready for the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. But when you have a tournament that's kind of put on by, by a national brand like Golf Week, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's going to be a pretty tough field. Should be a really good field, um, a, a good opener for us, one that we haven't played in yet. Um, you know, he always gets, gets gets good fields, just like, you know, the National Golf Invitational last May um, down in Arizona. So it'll be a good opener for us. I'm excited to go, you know, do something different than opening in Minnesota. Um, so you're right. We, we, we schedule as hard as we can, Kara. That's the only way 
I think you get ready for postseason. So it's the only way you have a chance to get to postseason. So um, doesn't doesn't be any good to schedule light um, and just try to pick up. You know, I, I mean, you, you do have to have a balance, obviously. Sure. But 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 but, but at the same time, um, you know, if you play good golf, you'll play good golf, and and uh, you play a good schedule, you'll be rewarded at the end of the year. It's going to be five events that are on the fall slate. Of course, that does include the home event, the Bubba Barnett Intercollegiate. Who you got coming into Jonesboro uh, in October, Coach? Uh, I think the headliners will probably be Memphis. Memphis is going to come for the first time in years. And then we've got Jacksonville State, uh, who's always a real good top 100 program. And Kansas City, uh, UMKC, there's called Kansas City now. They're a, another postseason squad. They'll be coming um, down here to see us and Oklahoma Christian will be back, and you'll have Belmont and UT Martin. You've got a couple of Texas schools. Houston Christian's coming up with Incarnate Word and Southeast Louisiana, Evansville. So it'll be a good, good mixed field. Not to completely skip over the rest of the vol slate, but there was uh, the the event after you come back from break uh, over you know the, the fall, the winter, whatever. Did kind of get my attention because one, it's got a red wolf by it, so that means that you're the host. But two, it's at Lake Las Vegas <laughs> in Henderson, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. It is. We co-hosted that last year with Louisiana. Um, Coastal Carolina started that uh, two years ago with the uh, golf club down there. And um, he's no longer with Coastal, so they need someone to kind of take it over. So Theo and I started doing it. And it's just one that, uh, you know, there's a lot of destination tournaments anymore. And it's something we kind of backed into, helps us get some other invites by getting some other schools. Um, there and uh, it's a you know really good test of golf. Like I said, a good destination, and you get you know we really try to get teams from all over the country. So you'll have you know, and not desert teams either. We don't yeah. want desert teams coming down there. So since it is more desert golf, so but you know you get a lot of the west, the northwest, the midwest, the east, southeast. So it's a really nice event. Just about to wrap up our conversation here with Arkansas State men's golf's uh, Mike Hagan. Um, completely different topic, n- not related to anything we were talking about. But tell us how the Swinging Hal logo came to be, because <laughs> I've started to see that more and more places. It's an awesome logo, but how how, how did that in, how did your program end up with that? Well, you've seen like Oklahoma State has their cowboy, um, Alabama's got their swinging elephant. Uh, and there's a few others out there that, that that really got it going as a fundraising aspect for their programs. So I wanted to do the Swinging How. We started it before COVID hit, and we finally got it going uh, after COVID. Maybe not, you know, started getting the design going yeah. and worked on it, and then finally released it just a little over a year ago. And it's something where it's specifically golf only. Nobody else can use it. You can't sell it in any stores. You can't get it any other way through the athletic department, and you have to be a golf booster. So... And so I kind of copied the model and stole it from some of these other universities because that's what they do too. And they make a lot of money for their golf programs through this because they're, they're really sought after logos. Like you yeah. said, they're cool logos. So um, it, it, it just, I thought we needed it. And some other schools were doing it. I thought it'd be a good fundraising opportunity. And I thought it'd be something that people wanted, especially golf fans. So, so far, so good. So you said the only way to get something with that logo is to be a golf booster is that as simple as reaching out to the red wolves foundation you can reach out to the red wolf foundation or go online and click my email and even send me an email and i can get you enrolled okay and we have four different tiers um and you know there's hats there's towels um all the all the gear is peter millar 
with their with their uh, swinging howl on it. You know, there's golf bags, all sorts of different things. So just inquire, and we can send people a brochure. Like I said, they can reach out to the Red Wolf Foundation or or me directly. Okay. It really is an awesome book. It is awesome. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Great. That is so cool. Great idea for the program, no doubt about it. Again, uh, Arkansas State Men's Golf uh, gets the 23-24 season underway one month from today at the Golf Week Fall Invitational. Coach, what's, what is what is on the to-do list between now and September 10th? A lot of practice, a lot of qualifying, um, and just really just getting the guys getting the guys competitive, getting them used to being around each other. Um, getting them comfortable in Jonesboro and, and on campus. And then then you just, you know, get down there, get a practice round in, and get after it. All right. Well, again, Coach, we'll be, we'll be rooting for some clear skies over the next few weeks for you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Again, Arkansas State men's golf coach Mike Hagan. It's part of our Calmer Solutions A-State update. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. Good coach, good guy. Yeah. He's entering, if I'm counting correctly, and I had to, you know, hold up my hands in front of my face, entering year nine. Yeah, I guess which, uh, that's uh, right. Yeah. So almost a decade now at the helm of Arkansas State Men's Golf. And, of course, that program took a huge leap once he arrived in Jonesboro. And now has just cemented itself as, as a very su- successful program across the Arkansas State campus and, and in the Sun Belt as well. So looking forward to see what's in store in 23-24. Might have to send him an email and be like, Coach, I need a shirt with the logo. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me about those donation tiers. We've got to figure it out. Uh, let's step aside and take a break. We've got one more we need to work in uh, this noon hour. We'll come back, get Keith's answer to the KavanaughCars.com question of the day. More right after this on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Chipping. And this is above the noise. With the NFL season quickly approaching, it makes sense teams would be focused on the upcoming year. But when you push off your franchise quarterback's contract extension, alarms do go off. That's exactly what's occurring in Minnesota. Kirk Cousins has been Mr. Consistent throughout his career. Not too high, not too low. But Cousins is an aging veteran whose play style is the opposite of where the position is headed. The hesitancy to extend Cousins could be nothing. But based on Minnesota's recent history, they may have been hinting at a change for years. Minnesota was reportedly prepared to select Justin Fields in 2021. And this offseason, there were plenty of rumors the Vikings could make a play for a quarterback in the draft. Not to mention, the team is currently going through its own version of a competitive rebuild. The team lost Dalvin Cook, Patrick Peterson, Eric Kendricks, Zadarius Smith, and Adam Thielen. And with Minnesota now embracing youth and cap flexibility, the writing could be on the wall for their quarterback. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We are going to Dublin at the end of August. i got to work on my Irish accent. Seton has been giving us a tutorial on our Irish accent. That's right, Dan! (laughs) This is going to be my new accent! Seems a little over the top. You know what's subtle is Keeper's Heart, the world's first Irish and American whiskey brought together. Kind of like us going to Ireland. It's smoother than the other side of a spoon, Dan! It's so good. In fact, their 10-year-old whiskey was recently named World's Best Irish Whiskey by the Tasting Alliance. Based on the awards, it continues to bring home. It's unlike anything else the world has ever tasted before. It's the best possible way. Keeper's Heart brings the boldness of American whiskey and the smoothness of Irish whiskey to create a new experience worthy of the record books. 
Uh, you can't spell Messiah without messy, Dan. This is the messy of Irish whiskey. Once again, it's keeper's heart. Drink responsibly. Northeast Arkansas's coolest and funkiest place to eat. Try one of Lost Pizza's 10 signature pizzas or create your own. Plus, salads, subs, and pastas. And, of course, those famous Delta hot tamales. Lost Pizza offers curbside pickup, dine-in, or delivery. And they also do catering. Lost Pizza with two locations in Jonesboro, 906 Southwest Drive, and on Hilltop at 3410 East Johnson. Order at lostpizza.com or download and order through the Lost Pizza app. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has an opening at their Monette location for a manufacturing engineer with some plastics and injection molding experience. Apply today. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. That's colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Colson Group USA is an equal opportunity employer. Witcher Auctions is holding a huge online farm heavy equipment and transportation auction on Thursday, August 24th. Fourth. Items will include all types of farm and heavy equipment, support equipment, and much more from area farmers and contractors. Equipment is still being accepted for this auction through Saturday, August 12th at our Wynn, Arkansas Permanent Auction Yard and our Ashflat Jonesboro Depots, as well as our Clarksdale, Mississippi location. Call today to add your machinery at 870-238-1400 and view all the current auction items with preview locations and contact information at witcherauctions.com. Witcher Auctions, connecting buyers and sellers since 1972. To battle is to fight to struggle, to overcome, and ultimately for the Marine Corps, it means to win. There is no alternative. It's not just a statement of intent. It's a promise to our nation. A promise kept for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Keith Will hanging out. We'll open back up the phone lines at the top of the 1 o'clock hour. And get back uh, caught up on our KavanaughCars.com question, at least in terms of taking a look at the poll. But before Keith has to depart, I wanted to get his answer on today's question. What Sunbelt team is most likely to pull off a week one upset? There's four. Potentially, yeah, playing autonomous five teams. Well, the most likely is probably ODU Virginia Tech because they did it a year ago. Yeah. Although Virginia Tech thinks they're going to be much better this year. But that's not going to be the one I pick. Okay. I'm going to pick Coastal at UCLA because oh. it's been a minute since Chip Kelly was an offensive genius. Aha. <laughs> He's been just another guy. He's kind of had a Casey Stengel vibe to his career. You know, Casey Stengel was an idiot when he was managing the Dodgers. Then he was a genius when he was managing the Yankees. And he was an idiot when he was managing the Mets, but to give Casey a break, nobody could manage the Mets. So anyhow, 
Chip Kelly hasn't impressed anybody over the last five, ten years. And he's going to go mano a mano against college football's version of the Gas House Gang. you got to line up against a guy with a mullet. He ain't impressed with you. They're never impressed with you. And they still got Grayson McCall. They do. So I'm going to pick Coastal Carolina to knock off UCLA before thousands of empty seats at the Rose Bowl. You go back to, you know, last season. UCLA did, as we mentioned, almost get knocked off by South Alabama there in Pasadena. It was just a one-point win for the Bruins. Uh, they had, uh, you know, they had a couple big wins early in the season. And, uh, the, but ultimately, though, lost to a couple of, of, lost three of the last four, a couple of those against unranked teams to close things out. Additionally, to, to add to your argument, although last year it wasn't as much of a, a big deal, Chip Kelly has got some losses to non-autonomous schools along the way that are, that are kind of glaring. I'm pretty sure he's 0-2 against Fresno State. Uh, there's some other losses that he has acquired <laughs> along the way that were that were not pretty since he's been at UCLA. I think uh, a couple losses to Cincinnati. Of course, when they were in the AAC, a loss maybe to San Diego State. Yeah. So when he's yeah, been, he hadn't, he has not dominated the Mountain no. West. When he has been tasked with taking on a solid group of five team, there have been times where it has not gone in well, his direction. Of course, we know Coastal is no. No stranger to to upsets either. They can they can certainly hold their on. Did they really not even play a? Oh, they did not play a power five autonomous five. Yeah, they're. I, I can't remember why, but I've got it on my little sheet here that their game against Virginia was canceled. Hmm. Was that weather related? I, I don't know. Perhaps. I think there was a, a a hurricane maybe. I think there was a hurricane problem yeah. and they they weren't able to play that game. But anyway, you know, the scouting report on Chip Kelly's teams is if you keep him from running in between the tackles, they can't do anything else. He throws a lot of eye candy at people and he wants to run the ball and if he can't run it inside the tackles, the rest of it kind of collapses. And he doesn't, he's he got a new quarterback this year. The quarterback he had that was good got hurt at the yeah. end of last year, and he's now attempting to play professional football. So that's going to be my pick. I'm going to go with mullets over U-Clans. Hey, a quick note on why that Virginian Coastal game was, was canceled. It, it was not whether it was unfortunately – after a shooting on the Virginia oh, that, campus, and that's so right. that's uh, apologies was. on on uh, that that slipping our mind because it did it resulted in the death of team members for the Cavaliers. Just a, a tough, tough situation there. Yeah. Uh, that is a wrap on the first hour of today's Workday Red Zone. Looking ahead to the second hour, we'll continue to weigh in on our poll. We'll get off to speed on on how you all have voted. We'll talk some 
Cardinals, maybe at some point. I've been stalling on that a lot lately, but we'll find a way to make sure it's <laughs> in the mix. good reason for that. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. But, Keith, thank you for hanging out with us today. I'm looking forward to 2024 for my yeah. Redbirds. No Thanks for having me. See you next week. <laughs> Let's step aside. We'll return right after this for more of the Workday Red Zone on the ticket. This is Willow's Wall, your Wednesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update, brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. Day six of A-State football preseason practice in the books today as they get set for the first scrimmage of preseason workouts on Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium. An exhibition win for the A-State women's soccer side last night in the capital city. First half goals from Phoebe Harpole and Jordan Badley, 90 seconds apart, and a second half goal from Keelan Peacock gave the Red Wolves a 3-1 exhibition win at UALR last night at the Coleman Sports Complex. They'll be at home at 5 o'clock Friday for an exhibition tune-up against Northwest Mississippi Community College. In baseball, another loss for the Cardinals as they fell at Tampa Bay. 4-2 in the series opener at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg. Solo homers from Nolan Arenado and Wilson Contreras providing the only runs. Game two of the series this evening with the first pitch at 5:40. Pre-game 4:45 on 95.9 The Wolf. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at Plaza Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Red Wolves fans, this is Coach Destiny Rogers, and I'm asking you to help our student-athletes by donating to the Impact Club. This is an organization that highlights our commitment to teamwork while raising awareness and support for our local community programs. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team letters, special gear, and exclusive access that you won't find anywhere else. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support makes a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes and in the future of our sports program. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Hi, this is Jordan Kohler, owner of Roof Raiders, and I want to thank you for voting us Best Roofing Company in the Best of Northeast Arkansas Contest and Premier Magazine's contest for the second year in a row. We take pride in treating every customer like our only customer. Roof Raiders is locally owned with fast, reliable service. When the sky is clear, Roof Raiders will still be here, ready to serve your family best. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders is local. Roof Raiders is family owned, operated and managed by former military members that have fought for our freedom. They know the importance of being honest, fair and dependable. The team at Roof Raiders will stand beside you and deal with insurance adjusters and insurance companies so you don't have to. Roof Raiders builds quality roofs with premium materials to ensure your roof lasts for years and years. When you need them, Roof Raiders is there. Find out more at RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. 
For 30 years around here, you didn't need cable or the internet for your sports news because we had Dickie Bird. Now you can help equip the next generation of local sports journalists by supporting the Dick Clay That Sports Scholarship Golf Tournament. The four-person scramble is set for Friday, August 25th at Rich Point Country Club. There are morning and afternoon start times with lunch served at noon. The goal is to fully endow a scholarship in the College of Media at A-State in Dick's name. Go to astatealumni.org slash Dick Clay for information. Join us for the Dick Clay That Sports Scholarship Golf Tournament Friday, August 25th at Rich Point. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can. But it's just as important to take time for yourself. AARP can help. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org slash caregiving. That's aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie and Will Oswalt with you for the second hour of today's Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, we're going to have some open phone lines this hour at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Of course, they bring you the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check for availability in your area at rightfiber.com. What we would like for you to weigh in on is our KavanaughCars.com question asking you today what Sunbelt team is most likely to pull off a week one upset. We'll go in alphabetical order here and throw out uh, four options. I love that there's four options. It makes it so easy to do a Twitter poll. Yes, <laughs> it does. Uh, what, uh, let's go through them here. Um, Arkansas State at Oklahoma is an option. Coastal Carolina at UCLA. Old Dominion at Virginia Tech. And Texas State at Baylor. Right now, your leader in the clubhouse is ODU at Virginia Tech. Not necessarily surprising. Again, Virginia Tech a little bit down. Uh, this is a, a rematch from a game from last year where Old Dominion was able to get a 20-17 to 17 victory. Uh, that was on a Friday night to start the season. But uh, that one was there at Norfolk. And uh, the scene will change a little bit. And so the Monarchs will be dealing with a little bit of inner Sandman before this one kicks off. Hey, uh, let's check in here on the phones. Hey, is this Miss Lisa? Yes, it is. I was going to weigh in on your uh, question right quick. Well, let's hear it. Well, I know Virginia Tech plays inner Sandman, but nobody gets shook up by that stuff anymore. Jump around there or saying, I mean, you know, we've all heard it much. Sure. I think in Virginia Tech, for whatever reason, has really fell off the last, what, would you say five years? Yeah. Ever since the coach left, retired, 
Yeah, so they had, they brought in, and I can't remember what year it was. I mean, it was a, a couple Memphis coaches ago, but they brought in Justin Fuente out of, out of Memphis. And there was a lot of, there were some high expectations there because of what he did. And then he just didn't really work out. He didn't do anything. Yeah. I know it. Well, that's who I'm going with. I'm okay. going with Old Dominion, I believe you said, mm-hmm. over him. Over them. Okay. Over him, over them. Anyway, <laughs> over them. You know, the first week, and I'm going to be just as honest as I know how to be about this question and cover all of college football with it. I will not be shocked if anybody that's supposed to win and win big does it. Because we, at this point, if anybody says... I just bought me a Hooten's magazine. I'm going through that. And by the way, they've got a feature story on Jonesboro's Jay Shod Stewart of the Racerbacks. Okay. So everybody look at that. But anyway, nothing would surprise me the very first week because I don't think anybody really knows what they have. I know the coaches are say they're happy with this uh, walk-on or transfer and everything, but that being happy, I'm happy with a lot of people, but they can't play ball, you know. (laughs) Or I'm not happy with somebody, but, boy, they can sure run that football, you know. So I don't think none of us know what we've got. ASU may go to Oklahoma and beat them. I mean, nothing would surprise me. I'm going to say that right now. So when it happens, the first week and everybody starts calling, gosh, could you see that coming? I can I can be the one that says, yes, I saw that coming. I, I completely, anyway. I'll follow up on that real quick, Miss Lisa, before you hang up on us. But I, I completely, okay. I completely agree with you here because, because you look at, you look at say maybe the top five to ten, 10 teams in the country, they're still going to be excellent. You look at maybe the five to 10 worst teams in the country, they're still going to be terrible. But everybody's roster has changed so much that you've got like 100 teams in the middle that nobody knows what's going to happen. Well, what gets me, some of the top five that's supposed to be the best, they had, we got one of Alabama's transfers. Then I saw... Well, one of the worst teams, and I forgot who it was, FIU, or one of them, one of their transfers got accepted at uh, Baylor. So what does that tell you? Nobody knows nothing. (laughs) That's right. I mean, I'm just, and I'm I'm one of them. I don't know anything either. In fact, my tickets are on my phone. I can't operate the phone. I can't operate the tickets. So Chuck is supposed to drive to my house Saturday for breakfast. I'm going to cook his breakfast because Jesse don't know how to do it, and he don't care if we go anyway. And I've got my phone messed up and locked down, can't use my tickets I bought. And I'm just about to climb a green bin out here. Well, thankfully, I don't even need a phone. You got you got a couple weeks, Miss Lisa, so you can get it all worked out. I, I got faith in you. I got faith in Chuck. You're you're going to get it fixed up in plenty of time for the season opener. Well, I better I better if I don't, <laughs> I'll be you. I'll be on the six o'clock news. I'll be on there for choking somebody. Don't do that. Well, anyway, I'll let you go and go to the next 
caller. Thank you for taking my call. Thank Thanks. God for Chuck. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Lisa. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> I got faith. I got faith yes. in everybody. Yes. I got faith in Trey here for a good phone call as he's with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Kara. How are y'all doing? How you doing? Good. Thank you for the phone call. Absolutely. Now, I don't know if I can follow uh, uh, that little... Uh, debacle miss lisa's in with the phone and everything but i'm, I'm sure gonna try uh, uh you know she's right and you made a good point too nobody knows i don't think outside of the top 10 best teams in the country and the top 10 worst teams in the country what's gonna happen in the first two or three weeks of the season because mm-hmm. that's really going to determine how you go into conference play and what your i guess i guess that third fourth game of the year is really going to determine all right well this is the team we're good we're, we're getting the ne- the uh, next eight nine weeks after this in conference play so i really think week one week two even week three is going to be a total toss-up because i mean outside of alabama the alabamas the georgias the ohio states nobody knows yeah. what these teams are going to look like come week one week two and week three but when it comes to the upset out of the Sun Belt in week one, I I gotta as much as I hate to do it, I gotta go with Coastal at UCLA because uh, you know, Coastal's got the experience. They're mm-hmm. coming off two or three red hot seasons and UCLA with Chip Kelly has just been so subpar the last however many years he's been there. Yeah, they're they're you know, they were they were all right last year. They finished last year as a top twenty five team. But I, I'm pretty sure when UCLA went out and, and hired Chip Kelly, they were thinking, you know, crazy, high-impact offense, Oregon, Chip Kelly. And that's not what they've got so far. They've been they've just been okay. They haven't been terrible, but they've not been great. And I know that's what they expected when they made that hire. So Yeah, uh, and, uh, you know, yeah, they were like, oh, you know, we're going to get a Marcus Mario, the top player in here. And, uh, well, A... Marcus Mariota was already gone, and B, uh, that's not the case because now everybody wants to run that offense that he ran back in 2010, 2011, 2012 before he left to go to Philly for a couple of years. So everybody wants to run that type of offense. Unless you're Army or Navy, then you want to run the ball all the time. But, uh, but um, and now I think you and Keith were talking about that UCLA-Virginia game being canceled. Wasn't there – a Virginia University of Virginia uh, players that were killed yes, last year. Yes, there, it was. Call. Yes, it was. It was a very, very sad uh, situation. There was a, a shooting on campus that took the lives of, of some of their players. So that's why that game was was canceled and, and not ever made up or anything like that. That's all I was thinking. Like I can't remember if it was that specific. Yeah, you're cutting out on us just a little bit, Trey. Yeah, but did. but yes, your what you said was was correct. It was not it was not a weather event. Okay, yeah, I was, uh, and I, I was like, I knew they had one game canceled that would not be made up again last year, reason, and then that popped into my head, and I said, out of all sad reasons, that had yeah. to be the case. But um, but anyway, Kara, uh, yeah, I, I had to stick with Coastal Week One. I think they can go into the Rose Bowl, like he said, and, uh, you know, with thousands of empty seats and pull the upset. And, <laughs> uh, 
Old Dominion, I just think I, I don't think they're there yet, or else I would pick I would pick them. I don't think they're quite to that. Maybe you know back to where they were maybe a couple of years ago, but uh, I would give them just kind of like a state maybe one more year to kind of really get back into the fold of okay, well these teams have that chance to really pull the upsets, but uh, but looking forward to college football and you know here we are just what three weeks out so um just uh super super excited that we got college football on the horizon absolutely no doubt about it trey we appreciate the phone call today all right thanks care appreciate it hey we'll see you we're actually from from college football overall we are 16 days out my (laughs) is that is uh the season of course is going to kick off week zero saturday august the 26th and there is actually you flash back to last year and the week zero matchups were almost across the board if i recall correctly fbs versus fcs matchups with only a couple of of uh games on the slate that maybe got you know my attention but a little bit different uh this year uh, especially, you know, I, I'm, I don't have a rooting interest in Navy versus Notre Dame, but I certainly want to see what the scene looks like there in Ireland as those, te- those teams are going to play the very first game of the college football season at uh, 2.30 on that opening Saturday in Dublin. I, d- I think that'll be pretty cool. And, of course, week one is, is anybody and, and everybody. Of course, uh, as we look at these teams that uh, we mentioned in terms of Sunbelt teams hoping to go in and pull off the upset. I, I'm really interested. You know, Coastal has been the popular answer today as far as, um, you know, that was Keith's answer, that was Trey's answer. I'm just fascinated by that team this year because, of course, you returned the best player in the Sunbelt Conference. Certainly. And Grayson McCall. He's so good. But they lost their head coach. And Grayson McCall thrived in Jamie Chadwell's offense. Jamie Chadwell's offense is at Liberty in 2023 now we caught up with new head coach tim beck at sunbelt media day and and he said you know he's you don't go out and try and and reinvent the wheel when things are working for you but yet at the same time i mean this is a a coastal team that's going to be it's it's going to be different just what kind of impact will a head coaching change make now that being said they return a ton of production uh, in fact, uh, going back to, well, this was back in February, so a lot of things have changed. I'd love to see an updated chart on this. But back in February in, in Bill Connolly's returning production rankings, uh, they were they ranked 25th, um, which is, they, they return a lot on offense, they return a lot on defense, and they were pretty salty on both last year. So can certainly understand why several of you are leaning in that direction on our KavanaughCars.com poll. Let's check on that poll right now. Actually, 36% of you picking Coastal is the team you have the most faith in to pull off a week one upset. 36% of you also rolling with Old Dominion over Virginia Tech. So those two uh, tied for being the leaders in the clubhouse on this question. Uh, but I tell you what, I want to step aside for a moment because earlier, I kind of want to continue a conversation we were having earlier on in the program where we were talking about this Arkansas State secondary, the experience there, and we made it about halfway through the secondary group, then we had a great phone call, then we had a great interview, and then I uh, kind of got sidetracked and forgot to follow up. I would like to do that when we return. I'm going to write it on my list, so i make sure I do so. We'll be back right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. 
Central Ford in Truman is Central Satisfaction. What is Central Satisfaction? Making sure you get the best deal on your next vehicle and award-winning customer service after you buy. Central has the best selection of pre-owned vehicles on the lot, including a huge selection of the best-selling truck in America, the Ford F-150. And right now, you can get a 90-day, 4,000-mile warranty on all pre-owned vehicles at Central Ford in Truman. Central Ford is Central Satisfaction. Just off I-555 at exit 29 in Truman and online at centralfordtruman.com. Hey y'all, Matthew Cox here at Cox Implement. Get ready to take control of your outdoor space with the best equipment out there. We carry the industry-leading brands, including Bad Boy, Xmark, Ferris, and Altos, all under one roof. Our massive inventory means we can make deals that no one else can match, bringing you the best prices on the toughest zero turns on the market. We're your headquarters for zero turns in Northeast Arkansas, so don't settle for less. Come to Cox Implement. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. Tent your ride with Arkansas's number one tent shop for quality and service, Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. A Super Tents tent job is going to make your car look cooler. It's going to insulate your ride from the outdoor elements, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. A Super Tents tent job will give you the privacy that you deserve, whether you're driving down the road or parking out in public. Plus, Super Tents window film will protect your interior and your skin from those harmful UV rays. Call for quotes and to book appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. Tent your ride today with the tent specialists that have over 30 years of combined experience. Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. Super Tents uses the absolute best window film. We're talking Lumar film. And because of that, a tent job from Super Tents is guaranteed not to turn purple, not to crack, and not to peel off your window. Call for quotes and to make appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. That's 870-933-8468. Super Tents, 3212 East Nettleton in Jonesboro. Tent with the best or fade like the rest. People from all over the country travel to Arkansas to experience its natural beauty. We even market ourselves as the natural state. Our natural landscapes not only make this state an exciting place to visit, but a wonderful place to live, too. Not to mention the positive impact nature tourism has on our economy. Litter is unsightly. Do your part. Never litter. And if you see litter on the ground, pick it up. Visit KeepJonesboroBeautiful.com to find an upcoming event. This message is brought to you by East Arkansas Broadcasters, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, Keep Jonesboro Beautiful, and Keep Arkansas Beautiful. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. Kids want to share what's going on in their lives with the adults around them. Parents, grandparents, teachers, coaches, and more. They want to know you're listening, and they want to listen to you. They want your input and guidance early and often on all kinds of topics. When it comes to a serious subject like underage drinking, they want to know your expectations as well as how and why, as a young person, they should avoid alcohol. How you talk about it will change as your child grows, but the important thing is to talk about it. Not just once for an hour when you think the time is right, but in 60 one-minute conversations and more that are part of your everyday talks. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. As a veteran, you get a lot of advice, but wisdom's harder to come by. A lot of people imagine themselves in our shoes without understanding the weight on our shoulders. The truth is, few can understand the pressure of finding your own way after serving in the military. But few isn't none. Steady yourself. You're not alone. You've got support. 
Learn more at maketheconnection.net. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. 9303776, the number on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, which Sunbelt team has the biggest chance to pull off the upset in week one. Arkansas State, of course, one of the options as they open the season at Oklahoma. More on that in a moment. I did see a note here that game times for UMass have been announced for four of their five remaining home games. That includes the game against Arkansas State on Saturday, September the 30th. So that's going to be a 2.30 kick. So we know now what time every game will kick off until uh, Saturday the 28th at, at ULM. So uh, pretty easy to to find that information. Of course, A-State released all of their kickoff times recently. Uh, got uh, some more and more of these home, or excuse me, road games are being announced. So pretty easy information to find. Uh, with this week one Arkansas State matchup at, at Oklahoma, full, full disclosure, I, I really haven't started looking at the Sooners yet. I, I got to get on that. I'm going to make a note to do that this afternoon just to look and see what they return, what some of their key storylines are and, and things like that. I apologize for not doing my due diligence. All of a sudden, you know, that game is three weeks out and you're like, oh, oh, maybe I should, maybe it's time to, to be a little bit more informed. But to be fair, I'm still trying to figure out who the heck is everybody, who the heck everybody is at Arkansas State. Right. <laughs> Understandable. When you talk about trying to figure out preseason expectations and flashing back to a conversation that, you know, we just had with both Miss Miss Lisa and Trey in the previous segment, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that this Arkansas State football team is, is going to be better than they were in 2022. And I believe it's going to be a better that does show up in the win-loss record as well as, you know, in, in the stats and just on the field in terms of the eye test. But when you've got a team who is going to have a new quarterback uh two different running backs that see significant snaps uh two new ish starting receivers um a guy who's played a lot but but is was not last year's primary starter at tight end when you're going to have a new face at left tackle a new face at center a new face at right guard a familiar face but at a different position at right tackle uh, three different starting defensive linemen, um, two new starters at linebacker. How do, how do you reasonably wrap your head around what level of improvement you expect? It could be colossal. It could just be a small step. I know there will be improvement, but but how much? And when you've just got that much that is different on this roster... I'm struggling to make up my mind. There are some days I can talk myself into this being a significantly improved A-State season. There are some days I I cannot. Just a little bit of improvement. Kind of depends on my mood, to be honest with you. But, uh, but that being said, you know, one group that I do have a lot of faith in is the secondary. We went through earlier and we talked about all of the, one, all of the returning faces in the secondary. Guys we've seen out on the field at corner 
for so many games. I mean, Sammy Johnson has played a ton of games at Arkansas State. Leon Jones entering his third year with the Red Wolves. We saw a lot of James Reed out there as a true freshman. Denzel Blackwell played uh, a couple of years ago. Charles Shelton, several appearances last year, though a lot of those were on special teams. And, and then you bring in not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Five different transfers there at corner. Three of which have FBS experience. And actually, you know, the, the top-ranked commit at corner from a, you know, a pro football focus standpoint was, was FCS transfer Dante Thompson. Played in 14 games last year. So a boatload of experience there at corner. Somehow even more experience at safety. Where you've got Taylor Doss, who's appeared in 29 games. Eddie Smith, who made nine starts last year. He's uh, appeared in 25 games across his collegiate career. Trevion Thomas has just been in a boatload of games. Justin Parks, three starts last year, 21 games in, in his time at Arkansas State. Websley ETN, they liked a lot last year. They redshirted him, but he played in his maximum four games. And then the most talked about freshman, I, I think so far, is Dante Joyner and... and He's he's <laughs> in that secondary. How do how do you make that work? That is going to be fascinating. Hopefully, because of the experience in that room, because of the competition in in that room, that will lead to better play. There are still some things that this secondary has to do a lot better than they did last year. Um, you know, two key areas where this. Secondary needs to take a huge step is is in limiting explosives, and then and then uh, forcing turnovers. Nobody in the country gave up more pass plays of forty yards or more than Arkansas State did last year, with eighteen. For a comparison, the best team in the Sun Belt at, at limiting those forty uh, yard explosives was was Troy. They only had six, so A State had three times as many huge explosives allowed in the past game than, than Troy did. So that kind of tells you how significantly uh, A-State needs to, to limit those if they want to be one of the better defenses in the league. Now there's a couple things that lead to that. One, one is is speed. You know, if you're in a foot race in the open field and you're not fast enough, then you're not fast enough. You can't make an in-game adjustment there. It means you got to do better making sure that guy doesn't get into the open field. But right. then another thing also is just is just making sure you're you're fundamentally sound in terms of that open field tackling. If you're able to catch him, you better catch him and you better bring him down. And I, I know that can be cleaned up a little bit. But again, I'm hoping with all of that experience there in the secondary, we'll see another big jump from that unit. Because what we saw, you know, going back from the, the big step from 21 to 22 was, was really significant in doing a much, much, much better job against the run. A-State still, do, now you need to take that step with the pass defense as well. You do that, then who knows? Who knows what these defensive statistics could look like. Also, you know, mentioned forcing turnovers. That, that was an area last year, at least in terms of interceptions. That number has just got to be so much higher. It, it really does. I do like what I've seen from this defense in terms of, of their tenacity uh, over the last couple of practices and forcing turnovers. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to believe that is because the defense is making plays and not because the offense is sloppy, but, uh, but we'll see how that continues to go um, in fall camp. Uh, I do want to remind you, if you want a great way to help A-State Athletics and 
community programs that you can when you donate to the Impact Club. You can make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters as well as special gear. And uh, you also get exclusive access that you're not going to find anywhere else. You can find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That is impact spelled with a pack. I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Uh, time for a break. Um, we're going to have a full segment today to try and get in some Cardinal talk. And why not? We actually get to recap a win. So looking forward to that next. Keep it with us on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. 95.9 The Wolf is once again your home for the St. Louis Cardinals, and you can hear every pitch of the 2023 season. Thanks to Clark Property Insurance, George Kell Ford, Presley's Drive-In, Jonesboro Sports Cards and Memorabilia, Guthrie's, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Poinsett Turfgrass Company, Glen Sane Motors, Hilltop Family Dentistry, Purcell Tire and Service Center, First Quality Roofing, Play It Again Sports, Oldham Law Firm, Boar's Kitchen and Bath, Calmer Solutions, Slim Chickens, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber, David Martin Office Furniture, Nevo Auto Center, The Toy Store, and Mid-South Auto Service. There is a three-day sale this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Foodsmart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. Get certified Angus beef, 75% lean ground beef sold in 10-pound tubes, $2.69 a pound. Charmin Essential Bath Tissue or Bounty Essential Towels, six rolls for $3.55, limit four. And 24 packs of Niagara Water, $2.48, limit four. Be smart. Shop Foodsmart. At the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesboro and on Highway 367 North in Newport. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Play It Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play It Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Play It Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Play It Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Experience meets innovation at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. After more than 135 years of servicing our East Arkansas communities, we're the region's largest largest independently owned bank. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas continues to invest in new products and services to best serve all our banking customers. This year, we've rolled out mobile pay technology, enabled mobile depositing from wherever you are, and a new roundup savings feature to help you take charge of your savings. Come and see what's new at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Whether you're building a home, repairing it, or just starting a do-it-yourself project, trust J.T. White Hardware and Lumber to help you get the job done. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber has been family-owned for more than 50 years and are an authorized dealer for Anderson Windows and Doors. Trust the name The Pros Trust and the one used on the most building sites, J.T. White Hardware and Lumber. All the tools and materials needed for any project, large or small. J.T. White Hardware and Lumber on Parker Road, just off I-555 at Harrisburg Road. A proud supporter of the A-State Red Wolves. When you vacation in Arkansas, go from outdoor adventures to historic destinations in just a few miles or a few minutes. Head to the White River, a fly fisher's dream, where you can catch a rainbow, brown, cutthroat, and brook trout in the same day. Then visit Ozark Folk Center State Park's Craft Village to see more than 20 working artisans demonstrate traditional crafts. Near it all, but far away. Escape to your natural state. Plan your trip today at Arkansas.com. This summer, stop by the Johnny Cash Boyhood Home in Dice, Arkansas to learn about the place that shaped the man and his music. Tours are available Monday through Saturday, and special events happen throughout the summer, including the Sunken Land Songwriting Circle, featuring Roseanne Cash, 
Rodney Crowell, and Sarah Jarose. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit dicecash.astate.edu. Paid for with State and Arkansas Delta Byways funds. When it comes to health, we're all on our own journey. You may have aches, pains, fatigue, or even symptoms of long COVID that make everyday life difficult. For challenges like these, physical therapy is the solution. No matter where you are on your health journey, your physical therapist and physical therapist assistant can help. Visit ChoosePT.com to find a physical therapist near you or ask your primary care provider for a referral. This message is provided by the American Physical Therapy Association. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Will hanging out with you Thursday. Hey, there's preseason NFL tonight. I almost kind of forgot about it. We talked about it yesterday when there was not games. And then now that it's Thursday, it's kind of snuck up on me a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll get it together sooner or later, maybe. Possibly. Hopefully. We'll see. I'm definitely not in midseason form. Uh, that being said, uh, we're going to table the football talk for just a moment. And look at what the Cardinals have been up to. They were able to get back in the win column last night with a 6-4 to four victory over Tampa Bay. So the Redbirds improved to only 15 games under 500, and I do promise that at some point in time I will take it down a notch with this never-ending stream of negativity regarding this team, but uh, I'm just working through it. Y'all just, this is probably <laughs> something that actually requires more than a microphone. It might actually require a therapist, but uh, one day, one day, I will try and actually be able to speak. I, I will try to speak about this club in a positive way when positive things do actually happen. And again, last night was a win. Uh, six to four, the final, several different players offensively that stepped up and did big things. Uh, Goldie is now over 1,100 RBIs as he had uh, a couple of runs driven in last night. Uh, Aaron Otto with the run driven in. Again, kind of everybody got in on the mix last night. Um, not a not a great start for to go to Hudson, but not a bad one. I would have loved to have been able to see him go another inning and get that quality start, but... Uh, he did only give up three and seven hits over five innings. So that was his third start, ninth appearance since being called up from AAA Memphis. So he continues to try and state his case for being a part of the 2024 Cardinals rotation. But look at another note here for the box score. Uh, Lars Newtbar uh, trying to continue to do, you know, just cement his spot there at the top of the order. He went two for five uh, with, a, with a homer there. Goldie has mentioned a couple batted in. Jordan Walker with run batted in. Burleson with a run batted in as well. And the team actually went three for seven with runners in scoring position, so not terrible. Only oh five. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, only, <laughs> f- only five left on base, which is a number you can, yes. you can deal with <laughs> since it was just a few short games ago. I think it was, what, Sunday when that number was 15? 15, yes. Whew. So, yes, I will, I will take five. <laughs> uh, good work from, from the bullpen last night as well. Verhagen did give up a run, but... Uh, Jojo Romero, again, can, continues to do well there. Gallegos with the save. Was last night the f- was last night the first time we've seen John King? No, 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 no. He's already been in one game. Yeah, he's, he's uh, uh, pulling up the his pitching log. It, he's actually been in three. I didn't okay. realize that. A- again, I, I, am, I am not paying attention as closely this year as I have in previous years, but... 
Uh, but last night, just a perfectly clean inning for him. No hits, no walks, no nothing. Uh, just one inning pitch there to to get a hold uh, in that one last night. So, again, Cardinals get a win. Good stuff all around. High fives all around, all of that. And now they'll try and actually win a series against a very, very, very good Tampa Bay team. But to skip aside, to, to skip ahead for just a moment, and we'll come back and look at the pitching matchups here in a second. Here's the cool thing about tonight. Tonight is the last time the Cardinals face a good team for two weeks. Okay. After this, the Birds go on the road to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They host Oakland. They host the Mets. And then they hit the road for Pittsburgh. So the Cardinals are not going to face anybody even close to 500 again until they head to Philadelphia on Friday, August the 25th. So again, not that this team has, they've got like a 0.28% chance of getting to the playoffs. And that's not what you're aiming for here because that ship has sailed. Uh, it's probably about that low of a percentage in terms of this team getting back to 500. That, that ship has mostly sailed. But again, just don't finish dead last in the NL Central. And if you go out and you win several of these games over the next two weeks, you can at least help yourself avoid that fate. That's, that, is, that is all you are playing for right now, St. Louis. Please do not mess it up by losing a series to Oakland. Amen. <laughs> Coming up tonight, 540 is your first pitch time for Birds at Rays. I, I do got to admit, Will, I, I love these early East Coast games. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've I've enjoyed being able to put out the sports report early and, and not have to wait around for. Oh, that's true. For Very a true. L- late final pitch. But uh, pitching matchups tonight, Matthew Libertor and Zach Luttrell. Uh, Zach Little, excuse me. There's not an R in his name. Liberator, I just keep waiting for him to get it figured out and and look like he can be the guy that that steps into a role in the 24 rotation and it just hasn't been there yet for him. Um, he still has opportunities down the stretch here to clean some things up and, and try and make that happen, but... You're not going to win a spot in the rotation in 2024 with an away ERA over 11. I don't want to see that. So there's some there's some work that has to be done. Uh, there's there's multiple things that that he's just got to do better. I mean, too many. It, it, there's I I don't know what to build off of here. There's <laughs> he's allowed he's allowing too many hits. He's walking too many guys, and because of that, he's pitching too few innings. Indeed. Don't let him pitch on the road for a while. Just kind of save him for a I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> don't Maybe know. so. But you got to get him over that hump, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I know certainly if you, if you go out tonight and you have a good start against a team as good as the Rays, I'm sure that would do do some wonders for confidence, uh, both from for Libertor internally and then also the, the organization having faith in, in Libertor moving forward as well. Uh, but he absolutely needs to take that, that step. There's no doubt about it. I did I did go ahead and, and look ahead to tomorrow because I think it's it's Wayno that's going to be opening that series there at, at Kansas City. And, of course, we'll talk quite a bit more about this tomorrow. But uh, still just two games away from 200. And I was kind of curious. We'll go ahead and touch on it just a little bit since I I've, I've went ahead and pulled right. it up. kind of was curious what his career stats are against 
KC because clearly that's so many of these other interleague teams maybe they haven't played in in several years since they tweaked the schedule to where now you play everybody but Kansas City has always been a team that has been on the schedule it's it's there's always been a home and home every year since that is the regional interleague opponent and he has pitched several innings against Kansas City to the tune of a 3.70 ERA. And uh, he's done he's done all right at Kaufman. Not great. Not terrible. Adequate. <laughs> adequate. He's done adequate at Kaufman. Where are those stats? 3.3 ERA. On the, that's adequate. 57 innings pitched. That's adequate. So we'll cross our fingers for Wayno. Uh, coming up tomorrow night. In terms of other news around Major League Baseball, we saw a no-no last night. Uh, and I, I honestly, I guess I'm just, <laughs> with the season going the way that it is, I think I've turned off all my alerts. Because it was one of those things I, I didn't realize that it happened until this morning. So I was not following along. I know it used to, it, it seems like used to, you'd start to get a million notifications. By the time somebody got through five clean. Right. You'd start getting notifications from the various apps. Uh, and The first one I saw, I think, was after 7, I yeah. think, that I noticed last night. Well, also, again, clearly I've turned off any and all alerts <laughs> related to baseball for uh, the rest of 2023. But Michael Lorenzen uh, took him 124 pitches. So he did. It, it was far from a perfect game. He had four walks. But yet at the same time. You know, just a, a pretty cool note. The Nationals had not been no-hit as a franchise since 2005. And, of course, the Phillies are there, uh, not necessarily in the thick of the race with the Braves, because the Braves are amazing. Oh, good heavens, yes. <laughs> and, you know, the Braves have that 10-and-a-half game cushion. But, you know, if you're Philly, you're, you're certainly trying to vie for that top wild card spot, and that's where they're at right now. And they're on a little bit of a roll. They've won seven out of their last ten. Uh, Lorenzen was one of the guys they went out and got at the trade deadline. So that was just his second start there with, with Philly. And uh, ends up being their 14th no-hitter in franchise history. And was kind of looking at, at highlights from this game, Will. And, and usually there are one or maybe two defense. There are usually one or two web gems that help any pitcher secure their no hitter but Lorenzen was he honestly didn't really even need a lot of help from from his defense because of course you can go through and look at clips of all 27 outs and yeah he was he was pretty good I'll say this the 26th out that pitch was just out of the strike zone and he got rung up for strike three but oh well (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) Uh, yeah, you get those two from happens. time to time, yeah. It happens. <laughs> Prior to this, Lorenzen had never even thrown a complete game Goodness. in the majors. Only once had he gotten out in the ninth inning. So his longest scoreless start was seven innings. And then in his first game in Philadelphia as a Philly, no, no. I love baseball. It's just so damn weird. <laughs> it is. Uh, that was not the only... Of course, a no-hitter is not crazily out of the norm. We did see something, though, in baseball last night that we have never, ever seen before. And <laughs> it wasn't necessarily a good thing. It was just a weird thing. As there was a fly ball that got stuck 
<laughs> in the Fenway Park scoreboard. There is no telling how many total fly balls have been hit in Fenway. I cannot do the math. It would take an advanced degree. But clearly, as everyone is aware, there's been a boatload of baseball played, of course, in, in that historic venue. But uh, there was a ball last night hit by Kyle Isbell of the, the Royals. And, of course, on that scoreboard, you've got, like, those orange lights that indicate the outs. Yes. And it hit one of those, smashed the light, and then got stuck inside. <laughs> so everybody then was like, WH, WTH do we do? You know, nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows what they're supposed to do. But, uh, I, but you know, th- there is precedence for a ball getting stuck at a facility right. because, of course, at Wrigley Field, you have the, the ivy. ivy. Mm-hmm. If it gets stuck there, it is a ground rule double. So I guess they were just like, well, that's that's the closest thing we see in baseball yeah. to this. So we're going to go and, ground rule double. And it cost well. the Royals a run because they had, I think, a runner at second at the time. And yeah. he came in to score easily. But, yeah, they had to send it back to – they had to – Send him or first, I believe it was, because they had to send him back to third. So yeah, weird, weird <laughs> stuff. Can't imagine having like they did end up. You know, the the fielder Yoshida actually did end up getting the ball out of the light. Yes. But I would just, I'm not sticking my arm in broken glass to get a base. Just... It looked like he had a pretty clear, clear reach for. I I guess the same thing would be the case if it hit one of the numbers in on the scoreboard and knock the tile back underneath the cubby hole there. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. The green monster. Yeah. Weird stuff. First, literally a first time <laughs> still all of these years later, all of these years that we've seen baseball, these years that Fenway has been around still. Sometimes there is truly a, a first time for right. everything. Uh, we've got one more break to take. Let's go ahead and step aside and do so. We'll come back, uh, check in one more time on our KavanaughCars.com poll question, and uh, well, we'll call it a day. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. For 30 years around here, you didn't need cable or the internet for your sports news because we had Dickie Bird. Now you can help equip the next generation of local sports journalists by supporting the Dick Clay That Sports Scholarship Golf Tournament. The four-person scramble is set for Friday, August 25th at Rich Point Country. Club. There are morning and afternoon start times with lunch served at noon. The goal is to fully endow a scholarship in the College of Media at A-State in Dick's name. Go to astatealumni.org slash Dick Clay for information. Join us for the Dick Clay That Sports Scholarship Golf Tournament Friday, August 25th at Rich Point. Summer is here and it's time to enjoy those summer campouts, cookouts, and hangouts. But before you head out to do whatever you want to do, head in to Mr. T's. Mr. T's has everything you need. The biggest selection, the coldest beer, and the absolute lowest prices and mr t's is open 365 days a year even on sundays so head across the kalua colored waters to riverside or mr t's express in red onion missouri and find out why it's always worth the drive to mr t's mr t's at riverside more homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main, Building 39 in Truman. And call 870-418-0790. It's Slim Sanity at Slim Chickens, featuring a head-to-head matchup of two new wing flavors. 
Get some saucy sweet heat with Honey Hot, a glaze of honey mixed with maple and smoldering cayenne. Or that tangy southern taste of Carolina Gold, a zesty rich southern sauce with a subtle kick. Delicious additions to the House Wing Flavors lineup. Try them with a meal or grab them with your next catering order of party trays for the ultimate win. Only at Slim Chickens. Hey, this is Tony Kennel with Purcell Tire and Service Center. Just reminding you that when it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or passenger vehicle, Purcell is home with the lowest price on quality Michelin tires. And every Tuesday and Thursday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all the ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for a special discounted price. Call 972-TIRE and come see us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker and Caraway in Jonesboro. Hi, this is Andy from Andy's Frozen Custard. Customers are always asking me why the treats from Andy's taste so good. At Andy's, we follow the old-fashioned way in everything that we do. Our machines are handmade one at a time. Our secret dairy formula is over 70 years old. Our brownies, pumpkin pies, and apple pies are all baked fresh daily. And our custard is made fresh hourly. I hope you'll stop by and give us a try. Go to eatandys.com for the Andy's location nearest you. Andy's makes it fun to be a kid for a Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org slash caregiving. That's aarp.org slash caregiving public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ed Council. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, home stretch on a Thursday here on the Workday Red Zone. Thursday, August 10th, by the way. So looking at today's completely random list of made-up holidays, it is National Duran Duran Appreciation Day. Oh, okay. Uh, but it, more importantly, it is National Spoil, Spoil Your Dog Day. I should have taken oh, off work for that. There you go. <laughs> uh, National Lazy Day, National S'mores Day. I, uh, I think it'd be in the winter or fall or winter, wouldn't you think? I mean, you would think. <laughs> I don't want to do anything around fire <laughs> True. until about October. <laughs> it's just too hot. And today, of course, is, is significantly cooler than some of the weather we were dealing with earlier this week. So, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm not I'm not feeling it. Uh, on S'mores Day today, maybe <laughs> maybe in a few weeks. Uh, a lot going on today in the sports world. Already four games underway in Major League Baseball. Baltimore up 5-2 to two over Houston. And a reminder that our long national nightmare should be over tomorrow. Kevin Moore. Kevin Brown? Kevin Brown. Yes. <laughs> Started talking, forgot where I was going. Kevin Brown should return to the booth tomorrow. Uh, also going on right now, 
Pirates leading Braves six to four in the bottom of the seventh. Ooh. Detroit up one and nothing over Minnesota in the middle of the seventh. Cleveland up on Toronto four to one in the top of the fifth. Everything else uh, tonight. We also have some football coming up. In fact, uh, no, that's not until Saturday. Uh, a couple of preseason games going on tonight in the NFL. Uh, we asked you yesterday on a scale of one to ten your interest level in. <laughs> The NFL preseason, and a lot of you were at zero or negative numbers, but we're still going to tell you what's going on tonight anyways. As uh, coming up on the preseason slate, very first game to kick off this evening, Texans and Patriots at 6 o'clock, followed by Vikings and Seahawks. After that, both of those games airing on the NFL Network. But elsewhere, looking at some other news and notes. Um, oh, I'll tell you what, looking one more time, what we need to do is check in on our KavanaughCars.com question. That's what I meant to do. But we've been asking you today, which Fun Belt team is most likely to pull off a week one upset? Final poll numbers. Leader in the clubhouse, Coastal at UCLA, with 36% of you voting for that option. Also, a lot of you believing that ODU can upset Virginia Tech. 34% of your vote going there. 16% are taking the Red Wolves over the Sooners. And just 14% believe that Texas State will upset Baylor. So that is the last look at our poll. That poll will be open until right before showtime tomorrow if you would still like to vote. But that is our last update that we will be sharing here on the air. Of course, in the meantime, though, in addition to voting on that on Twitter, you can go to KavanaughCars.com. Show a little love to the sponsor. Uh, They just make such a, a, a perfect website there for those of you that are starting the car buying process. The The big thing, of course, is that they have all their inventory online which makes it really easy to shop for a vehicle without driving all across town and wasting your gas. It's just all at one spot. Then once you pick out that perfect vehicle, go ahead and get pre-approved, find out what your trade-in is worth, and take care of all the financing aspects as well. That is all at KavanaughCars.com. Other headlines, you know, I really wanted to, to queue up Earlier today, if, if we had more time, some soap opera music so we oh, could yes. talk about the, the latest <laughs> realignment news uh, across college football. There's really not any new news as the ACC is still kind of going back and forth on whether or not they want to pursue Stanford and Cal as additions there to their league lineup. But but I did want to share one piece of, of realignment uh, conversation with you. And this is a quote from Stanford coach Troy Taylor, who says, quote, I'm okay with travel. If you've got to travel a little more, that means when they come play us, they have to travel. People used to have to come across the country in covered wagons. (laughs) It would take a month. It would take a month and they'd be completely different people by the time they got here. We get on a plane for five or six hours. It's not the end of the world. Get drinks served to you and snacks. It's not that bad. So this is my new favorite take on realignment, basically. is Coach Taylor is saying cross-country travel is okay because nobody is dying of dysentery on the Oregon Trail. That is basically (laughs) his entire argument. (laughs) It's It's okay now because it doesn't take a month and you don't have to change out the spokes on your wagon. (laughs) Or or get your ox out of the mud or anything like that. (laughs) What were all of the different ways you could die on the Oregon Trail? Not like the real-life Oregon Trail, but like the game. Um, There There was... dysentery there could you starve to death i'm pretty sure i you think could. yeah i think that might have been one of them 
like get stuck in a pass somewhere. Snake bit or something. Yeah, probably. That probably sounds... <laughs> Just make up stuff. Let's Google all uh, the ways you can die uh, in Oregon. Ambushed, uh, probably. Yeah, I think that was one. <laughs> I never got to play it, so I, I'm just guessing. I, I've seen all the screen grabs of, of uh, a lot. Measles, snake bite, <laughs> typhoid, Ooh. drowning. Yeah, uh, could you be. could die from something as simple as a broken leg, just like you're a horse, uh, and exhaustion. So don't worry, no covered wagons <laughs> to get Stanford to Clemson, so it'll all be okay fun times thankfully that's a wrap we we need to go i <laughs> uh, appreciate keith merritt joining us for hour one also a big thank you to arkansas statements golf coach mike hagan who joined us for a chat if you missed that conversation we'll have it up for you later at 95.3 the tickets.com in the meantime hey keep it here dan patrick's on the way next followed by the drive with kate carlton at three o'clock have it here in the morning for the front row with budra at 7 a.m., followed by RWRC Radio with JC at 10. And then we'll be back for more of the Workday Red Zone tomorrow at noon. For Will, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.